Marhaba from TBW. This is the Russia Lebanon update from the 24th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Lebanon. On Monday, the 16th of January, investigators from France, Germany, and Luxembourg began hearing witnesses as part of the case of suspected financial misconduct, including possible money laundering and embezzlement. The central bank governor, Riyad Salameh, is among top officials widely blamed for monetary policies that have led to a Lebanese economic crisis that the World Bank has dubbed one of the worst globally in modern history. Investigators heard evidence from Ahmad Hachi, a central bank vice governor from 2003 to 2008, and Marwan Keridin, who heads Almogarid Bank. Keridin also has close ties with Salameh and former state minister, who ran unsuccessfully for a seat in a parliament last year. The investigators also questioned former vice governors Saad Andari and Ray Charafdin. However, they won't be questioning Salameh in this round. The questioning of the vice governors focused on the Central Council's past decisions. Bank owners were asked about bank accounts of the governor's brother, Raja Salameh, as well as money transfers to the brother's accounts abroad. The investigators also explored the central bank ties to Fourier Associates Limited, a Virgin Islands registered company that lists Raja Salameh as its beneficiary. Fourier is suspected to have sold treasury bonds and euro bonds issued by the Lebanese central bank at a commission, which was then allegedly transferred to Raja Salameh's bank account abroad. Nida Alwatan newspaper said that, quote, the interrogation of Al Muwarid Bank CEO Marwan Keridin tackled those transfers as well as accounts for Raja Salameh, whose deposit swelled from $15 million to $150 million between 1993 and 2019, before being withdrawn on the eve of the crisis, end of quote. However, the newspaper added that one of the witnesses, the president of a well-known brokerage company, quote, left for Luxembourg to be interrogated by investigators there, and it is possible that he might turn into a protected wildcard witness in return for valuable confessions related to Raja and Rayat Salameh that might be in his possession, end of quote. The first round of questioning ended with quizzing nine people this week. There are news going around that the delegations will question Salameh next month. An official said that, quote, the European judges will return next month to complete their investigations with 18 financials and banking figures, including Salameh and people close to him, end of quote. Moving on, France's presidency and foreign ministry are preparing for a meeting on Lebanon between foreign ministry advisors and directors from the US, France, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, and Egypt. A senior French source told Al-Nahar newspaper that the, quote, French President Emmanuel Macron will not let the situation collapse without acting, and that's why the next stage of the meetings will also bring together countries that care for the Lebanese file, including European countries and Jordan, end of quote. The first meeting will be held in February and will later be upgraded to a ministerial level in order to increase pressure. In other news, Lebanon, Venezuela and South Sudan are in arrears on paying due to the United Nations operating budget and are among the six nations that have lost their voting rights in a 193-member General Assembly. According to the Secretary General, the minimum payments needed to restore voting rights are almost $2 million for Lebanon. Next up, Ambassador of the European Union to Lebanon, Ralph Taraf, has said during a reception at the EU residence in Beirut 
that the EU has the tools to support Lebanon should its decision-makers decide to make the required reforms. Taraf said that the European Union was built to pacify the European continent and help raise the living standards in Europe after two world wars. It allowed European countries to harmonize their political systems, modernize their public administrations, empower their judiciary, and strengthen their economy. It has contributed to building strong state institutions that are as effective as they are accountable to their citizens. And most importantly, it has done so with a fundamental respect for human rights, democracy, and the rule of law. He added that, quote, this is who we are, and this is exactly what we can offer to Lebanon, end of quote. He explained that in 2018, at the Seder Conference, the European Union and other organizations promised long-term investments to help modernize the country's infrastructure. However, Lebanon should put in place reforms to get the money. Five years later, the European Union is still waiting for these reforms. On another note, Beirut Port Blast investigator Judge Tarek Bitar has stressed that he, quote, will not give up the port file under any pressure, end of quote. He said he is ready to cooperate with the French delegation to achieve justice. The 2020 explosion at the Beirut port killed more than 230 people, wounded more than 6,000, and destroyed swathes of the capital. Authorities said tons of ammonium nitrate fertilizer hazardly stocked in a port warehouse since 2014 had caught fire, causing one of the history's largest non-nuclear explosions. Bitar's investigation into the disaster has been frozen since December 2021, after politicians he had charged in the case filed legal challenges to the probe. It's been three years and no one has been tried or convicted over the blast. On Monday, the 23rd of January, Bitar decided to resume investigations. He ordered the release of five detained suspects while charging eight others, including two high-ranking security officials. The five will be released without bail, but a travel ban will be imposed on them. Moving on, Qatar has plans to donate buses that were used to transport fans during the World Cup to Lebanon to boost the transportation sector. The idea came up during a meeting between the PM, Najib Mikhari, and Qatari officials. The donation will consist of buses, thousands of stadium seats, and even entire football stadiums. The Lebanese dance group, Mayas, just performed alongside Beyoncé for a private event in Dubai. On Saturday night, the 21st of January, Beyoncé went into full Lebanese mode. She hired the Mayas dance group, wore a dress of a Lebanese designer, and even put on a song of popular artist Feroz. And to end this update, we were thinking that if you want to understand Lebanon's current difficult time, maybe you should go back 30 years into the civil war. That's why we would like to suggest a very good read. Lebanon, A Country in Fragments, by Andrew Arson. This book is essential to understand the post-war developments of Lebanon. It breaks down the complicated political scene in the country and helps you understand key players and interests in the game. Prime Minister Rafik Haradi's assassination was a turning point in Lebanese politics. People went to the street and demanded the end of Syrian influence. At the same time, two political alliances emerged. 8th of March and 14th March, that split the political parties into two categories. The book highlights the factors that led to sharply increasing state deficit and critical economic situation. This is an excellent read about current problems and politics and one of the best books about Lebanon. We also suggest you watch West Beirut, which is set in the 1975 civil war. In 1975, 
The long slog of civil war had recently begun in Beirut. A high school student named Tarek is thrilled by all the chaos and upheaval because he no longer needs to go to school. Plus, he finds negotiations between West and East Beirut interesting. Tarek is accompanied by his buddy, Omar, as the two shoot separate films of the tumult around him. The jovial mood takes a tragic turn when Tarek's parents start fighting over whether or not to flee Beirut. It's an amazing experience that shows you the civil war from the perspective of a young Lebanese. And that's it for this week. Hey y'all, another question. Are there any platforms we should be on but aren't? We can tell how many people listen on various platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google Podcasts, etc. And we can tell those not on VPNs what country you are listening from. But we want to be sure that there aren't some important platforms we aren't on and should be. So let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Menschufkun, 